Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your freak flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly on this podcast with Kathy. If you can follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter or Instagram, please follow me. It's at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers all kinds of advice, not all kinds of advice. I give them unprofessional advice, uh, as well as I just provide a, a place for people to call in and talk about their naughty secret lives. That's what most people are doing here. Uh, so if you want to be on the show sent go to my website, strictly anonymous and click on be on the show, or you could send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, that would be great. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast on YouTube. I love the people that comment there. I respond to every single person's comment. A lot of the people who are on the show go there and talk to people who are commenting on their uh, episode. So if you want to chime in about what you're listening to, go to YouTube Look up Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I have a whole channel there. There's a lot more episodes that are on here. I have extra episodes. Or maybe there, I think I recently changed it so that all my episodes are available. But anyway, you can find tons of episodes there as well as some videos that you could see on my Patreon. They're on my YouTube channel. And if you want to chime in, like I said on the show, go to my YouTube channel and make sure to subscribe. You could also go to my Facebook page, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, and like and follow me there. Uh, what else? Oh, Patreon. I have a Patreon page. I just started that. I do mostly, uh, I do a lot for my, uh, third tier, which is my pantyhose tier. There's a lot of action going on there. So if you are like a pantyhose guy and that's your fetish, uh, go join up. It's $7 a month and you get a lot of interesting stuff there. A lot more episodes on pantyhose. Uh, I also do a lot of videos and people, I created an Amazon wish list and people are buying me pantyhose from there and they're sending it and then I'm trying them on and I'm doing videos like, oh, this is my first impression and then I'm giving them full reviews and it's, you know, everything pantyhose there. I wish, you know, I had a bunch of guys that are into like a car fetish or something <laughs> really good and then I could put those on my Amazon wish list and people would be buying me cars. But Turns out it's pantyhose and that's, and they're trying to convert me and I'm starting to like pantyhose, I have to say. I mean, not in a sexual way, but in a way that I would totally wear them next time I go out. If I ever fucking go out, you're still on lockdown. I mean, not really so much here in New York, but still nothing's fucking open and it's summer. So anyway, if you want to join my Patreon, you could sign up. There's three tiers. One is three bucks that for three dollars, you'll just be supporting my show, which is really amazing. And I totally appreciate it. Uh, you'll also get early access to all my episodes. You'll get them on Friday at noon instead of Sunday at 830. And you also get my monthly Q&A where I answer all kinds of questions about me, about my show, about people who have been on my show. You'll get to actually ask me questions as well that I want that I can include on, on the Q&A. Uh, and then there's a $5 tier where you get all the part twos of my guests, as well as early access and the Q&A. I have a guy, the guy that was on recently, Jamie, has a girl 
a new girlfriend who's totally into him being bisexual. Well, I have a part two on him that is airing uh, any day now on my Patreon. So if you want to hear what went down with that girl and what's going on with him now, join my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Today I'm on a guy named Jim. Now you're going to have to go into the description. I'll put on the numbers of his previous episode. Jim is a guy that's into a lot of different things. His first time he called in, he talked all about his cuckolding experience with his wife. Another time he called in and talked all about tease and denial. Both, both of his previous episodes are super fascinating, just like this one. So he called in again and he was like, oh, I wanted to talk about my DS uh, interest. And I'm like, what the fuck is DS? You'll find out what DS is. But he goes into all kinds of things, even more so than just the DS. It turns out that besides having this whole cuckold relationship with his wife where he lets his wife go and hook up with other guys. I mean, she has two long-term boyfriends. He talks all about that, how long they've been dating, what she does with them. And she does her stuff with them separate from him. That's what he digs. She goes, she does her thing. She comes back, tells him about it. And he's fucking horny for that. He also happens to have some women on the side. He has an, a long-term girlfriend as well. And they do a lot of things together, including DS, which it's actually Dom and Sub. It's like a dominant submissive thing. They go to these parties. They've been going to these parties and a lot of crazy shit goes down. And he talks about what they do at these parties. He talks about her other guy she has in threesomes that have gone on with all of them, I think. Um, not I think. Uh, she He talks about uh, when he's last seen her. They're also into golden showers. Uh, what else does she do? She does all kinds of crazy things to him, and he talks specifically about that. He talks about his tease and denial some. He talks about the difference between orgasming and ejaculation, uh, and he really explains the difference, and he talks about how he can ejaculate or have an orgasm without ejaculating, right? You got to listen to him. I don't know. He's fascinating. Besides being fascinating, he's actually a really nice guy. I have to tell you, when... New York City got on fucking lockdown. This was a guy who had just emailed me and was like, hey, how are you? Like, how are you and your son? And I thought that that was like super thoughtful of him. Then we just started chatting and then he was like, oh, I could tell I could come back on the show and maybe talk about this. And it turns out to be like a great episode, like I said, because he just peeled back later. He also gets, I forgot about it. He gets into chastity devices. He's very into that as well as electrostimulation. He touches about on, he touches on that a little bit to uh so like i said he's super fascinating he has a lot to talk about he has a great relationship with his wife they've been together forever they are older but still getting it on all the time they have a great sex life with each other and they have great sex with other people and they're totally cool with each other these are people that have no boundaries and i think it's because they've just been with each other for so long and have such a good relationship that it's just the whole cuckolding and them having an open relationship really works for them uh, but in this episode, we're talking more so about what he does with his girlfriend, his long-term girlfriend. So anyway, stay tuned because this is a good one. I'll be right back on with Jim. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well... Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous. Uh, hey, J- wait, hey, Jim, I'm going to call you Jim, right? I'm gonna, yes. Yeah, because it's a little confusing. The backstory on Jim and me and Jim are just having like a five minute conversation about like who he's going to be on this show because he's been two <laughs> other people in the past. And I was going to be like, let's just pick one name. But then I'm like, I'm just going to have to explain the whole fucking thing because it's just too confusing to try to lie about it. It's easier to explain. The first time you came on, right, you were Jay. You just used an initial of your name, right? The next time you were Jim, but you're, and I'll put the numbers to your first, your your other two episodes, right? One episode was all about your cuckolding experience, right? And another episode was all about tease and denial. They were two very... That is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm, they were two very... They were separate, but they're both your experience, right? So people should definitely go and listen to those if they want to hear all about tease and denial or they want to hear about your cuckolding experience. Now, the cuckolding thing is a very big topic that is very highly downloaded. I think a lot of guys have that fantasy. You live it. I know that you had wrote in recently we've been in touch you always reach out an email and we've spoken via email right since you've been on right um and then you that's correct and then you did say you had an update and you know you use the term ds and a lot of times i don't google because i'm like i just get it straight from the person's mouth right because like while i'm reading your email you use ds this ds that right i'm like what the fuck does ds mean and i know i'm gonna be like (laughs) duh when you say it but what is DS experience like what does DS stand for well most most people would call it dominance and submission oh and oh I guess god. it's all part of the genre of the BDSM but yeah uh, oh my god there, there's very yeah. little bondage very little uh sadism <laughs> so it's just dominance and submission I suppose oh and I okay. guess that, that that goes in somewhat with cuckolding because that's a submissive type of um behavior and teeth and denial certainly is yeah i was gonna say for sure that has come up in other conversations when it when people have talked about stuff that they're into that's along that line because you did say that you do like being submissive right and submissive to women that's probably something that i don't think we've really talked about maybe we touched upon that in the cuckolding episodes i don't remember just 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 barely i mean because it's it's kind of a submissive activity but i don't do anything submissive within the cuckolding other than she has sex with other guys i'm not involved with you know being submissive to her or to them or any of that stuff so it's it it's really it's not a dynamic that enters into that aspect it's just that she's free to have sex with whom she wants to have sex with i'm very rarely ever present and if i am present then it's i'm usually in another room sometimes i watch most of the time i don't but there's no uh there's no dominance or submission in in the bedroom there other than the fact that she's with another guy you know if you want to call that submission that's fine i don't care right right right. everybody has their own definition for something you know 
Yeah, and I think a lot of people, and I've learned by talking to people who are into the whole cuckolding fantasy, or however is the correct way to say it, but um, that I think a lot of people think if a cuckold has to include that humiliation aspect of it, but it doesn't necessarily, right? I mean, to say that you're into the cuckold, it doesn't have to have that part involved. I don't think yours did, right? It's not like you like to be, quote unquote, humiliated, no, there's no humiliation at all. As a matter of fact, I'm very, very proud of the fact that she's open enough to have sex with whoever she wants to have sex with. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a feather in my cap. There's no humiliation there at all. There's no, I've heard the term cuckold angst. I don't even know what the hell that means because I'm not angst at all. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun, you know, and I really enjoy the fact that she's enjoying herself. And if I get to watch, that's an added bonus because it's just, it, it's really it's like watching your own porn movie, only you're involved with it. So, you know. Yeah, well, but, let me ask you this. If you do enjoy watching, how come most of the time you're not there watching? Because uh, she feels uh, inhibited if I'm around, and I don't want her to be inhibited. And oh, I think that's she's somewhat shy, and she's somewhat of a private person. So uh, I think she's more open, and she's, you know, she's freer to do whatever she wants to do without having to worry about me judging her. Not that I would, but that's the way, you know, I think she just doesn't want to have to deal with that. So, and it's also, I think in the truest sense, when she can be free and have sex with other people and I'm not involved or I'm not present, then she's really doing it because she wants to. It's not something that that she's got to involve me in. So, Right. It's not like um, she's doing it for you. Right, right, absolutely. So and that's more of a turn a on time. for you, right? Like you want to really absolutely. know that she wants to go out there and be with other guys, like, and and then bring oh, the, yeah. those stories to you. Absolutely, I, I I see the two guys that she does see mm-hmm. when the phone rings, and one of them is on there. I can tell because her eyes just light up. I mean, she just <laughs> oh my gosh, she's yeah, into she this, right? Like, oh my goodness, yes, it's going to happen. You know, so yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. And now, are there any, I mean, I don't remember our every detail of that, of the call when, when we spoke about the, you know, your wife being with other guys. So I have to ask again, do you, does she have like an emotional connection with them? And, or is there boundaries that you guys set in place before she started playing with other guys? There's no boundaries uh, other than the fact that she's got to be safe. And mm-hmm. uh, so she's been seeing this one guy for like 17 years and the other guy for like 14 years. Oh my God. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so they're, they're long-term relax. You can't see somebody for 17 or 14 years without having some kind of a relationship. Yeah. They're strictly, I mean, they're fuck buddies. They like one another. Uh, one guy's more talkative than the other guy from what she tells me. Cause I've never even met the one guy. Mm-hmm. I've met the other guy. And, um, uh, so uh, she feels like one guy is more of a, a boyfriend material and the other guy is more of a fuck buddy material, I guess is the best way to describe it. Isn't but, one uh, of them married? Both of them are. Oh, yeah. both of them are married. Right. Now, do their wives yeah. both know? Not to our knowledge, they don't. And right. She never calls them. They call her. She doesn't. If, if she gets a call at three o'clock in the morning and she doesn't return it within 20 minutes, she won't even return the phone call because she doesn't want to get involved with anybody's, you know, marital issues. And we don't we don't 
when I say we, neither she nor I pry into their relationship with their wives. So right, no uh, questions asked, kind of thing. No questions asked. You know, we don't discriminate because they're married. Uh, it's like they're they're doing what they do. I would imagine they love their wives. They're doing what they do because they're having fun. And I mean, she is the unicorn for somebody to have sex with because she doesn't get emotionally connected with them, other than the fact that they like each other. You know. Right. As people. But uh, she, she has her. You know what right. I think happens and why a lot of girls aren't the unicorn in that situation is that they don't have their emotional needs being met anywhere. So, you know, if they're sleeping with you, then they're going to be like, oh, now you need to fill me emotionally as well. Right. Whereas your wife has her emotional needs met through you right so if she's really looking to have you know sex on the side she's not going to look to get any more emotionally from those guys because she's getting it from you whereas i think a lot of girls that are having booty calls most of the time they're doing that when they're single right and so once they start having sex with the guy then they're like oh now i want something more right because they're not getting that anywhere else and so that's the problem but i think with your wife because she is it makes sense that she's not going to go doing it. It's, it's different if she was cheating on you behind your back, right? And those women sometimes then do fuck another guy and wind up liking him. But that's probably because they're cheating because their guys aren't fulfilling their emotional needs, right? But you and your wife have a great relationship. She just happens, you guys happen to be very open in your relationship. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Absolutely. We have, uh, I can't tell you how close the two of us are. I mean, it just, people would look at us and go, no, you guys don't do that, but we do. And it's, we're, we're extraordinarily close. And I think we're very much in love and we, this year we'll be together 27 years, married 26. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it, and it feels like I just met her yesterday. You know, it's just, it, it's new every day. It's great. Yeah. The that's best amazing. Relationship I've ever been in. Yeah. It now, really is. The million dollar question is, do you see other people? Now, I know because you mentioned in your email that you have another, you have a girlfriend, right? You put that in quotes. I mean, you have a woman that you see as well, right? So you get to sleep with other people too? I can. I very rarely ever do. Um, I recently, uh, well, I guess it was last, I guess it was last spring or summer. I can't remember exactly when. I met a girl through uh, a, a site. Uh, she actually contacted me, and all she wanted to do was have me perform oral sex on her. Mm-hmm. And we met. She got in my car. Uh, she's a very attractive girl. Uh, my wife was actually here at the house when she called me, and uh, she said, "Your wife knows about this." And I said, "Yeah, she's all for it." You know, 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, my fantasy was like, I don't even want to know your name. I just want to go down and you get you off, have a good time. We saw each other twice. To this day, I don't know her name. I have no idea how to get in touch with her. It was a blast. It was absolutely fun. Oh, so, right. I feel like yeah. I remember that story on one of our episodes now, or is this new? I think it's fairly new. I, I might have been. Uh, Maybe there's another girl actually, out there that did that with somebody. I remember somebody else saying like they didn't know the name or anything and they just went down on somebody. Me, I don't know. But so so this is was now. Have you had other girls before her? Or was this the first one? Yeah, we actually tried this the swinging thing, you know, with a foursome thing. I mean, it's hard enough to get two people to like each other, let alone get four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you know, so we're not taking one for the team. Uh huh. And uh, I'm very happy if she gets laid, and I don't. I really don't care. It's all part of the that that aspect goes into the tease and denial thing. So uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Uh, I have in the past. I mean, we've we've done same room what do you want to call it swinging swapping whatever it is it didn't really work for us it's not our dynamic i didn't like it she didn't like it uh we found it was much better uh if she gets a little on the side and we're both happy with that so um you know it works for us it doesn't work for everybody but uh yeah it works different for different people right some people would only be they only want it to be like a swap scenario and it wouldn't work separate right that's correct. And when you talk about a girlfriend, there's a girl that I've been seeing. Yeah, there's probably, a long term one, right? That's the one I'm talking about, because yeah. you you told me like you have like done a lot of things with her outside and public venue. Right. Like that's what I was talking yes, about. But, mm-hmm. but I've, I've never had. Let's put it as I've never had any kind of sexual intercourse with her. Um, the long term girl. Correct. I've, I've kissed her pussy a couple of times, but she and I have strictly a DNS relationship where I'm the sub and she's the dominant. So what and, kind of uh, things do you guys do? And where? how did you meet her? How long is long term? How did I meet her? I don't even remember. Uh, when so I say long term, I'm talking about like 20 years. Okay. Maybe a little bit longer than that. Now, I haven't seen her in over a year. I, she's disappeared off face of the earth. I have no idea where she's gone to. Right. So... Uh, you know, we would see each other maybe three or four times a year. Uh, she had a friend that that would come down and visit her from New York. I met him. The three of us went to a party one time. I've met him a couple of times when I've been on trips in New York. I've had dinner with him. Um, I know that he had gotten sick and she was quite upset about it. So they, they had, had a long term relationship. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was. But when you ask what we have done. Uh, she really enjoys what they call CBT, cock and ball torture. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we do a lot of that. Uh, she also likes to give me golden showers. Uh, oh, interesting. I don't know that we've ever spoke about that either. We have not. Oh, okay. So wait, so now, is it something that she got you into? Is that something that you used to do with your wife? Or was it something you only mm-hmm. did with her? No, uh, I had never done it before, and she she asked me if I would be okay with it, and I said, "Yeah, what the heck, you know?" Yeah, uh, try at it first out. I thought it might be a little terrible, but it's very erotic. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I can actually have a, 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 an orgasm when she does it without actually ejaculating. I mean, it, it's that much of a turn on. Well, what, um, when you say she, golden shower, is she peeing on your cock? Is she peeing on your leg? Is she peeing just in front of you and you're watching? Like what, what exactly goes down? Well, we usually go into the bathroom uh, in the shower and uh, she'll usually run the water and get it warm because she doesn't want me to sit on a cold, you know, a cold 
floor, which yeah. is very nice of her to, you know. And then she usually stands over me and pees, and it usually hits me on the on the cock, sometimes on the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's never peed on my face. I mean, I've got it on, you know, it's splashed up, but yeah, she want to pee on my dick. Right. <laughs> you know, she seems to really like that, and I can see by the way her eyes roll back in her head how turned on she is when she does it. Right. Uh, she's into really, it. Really turns her on. And it's um, it's not it's not disgusting. It's it's, it's a warm feeling, and it's uh, and, and why this is going to sound really weird, but watching pee come out of a girl, I think, is the most interesting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just it, it, it's so much different than when we pee. You know, when men pee. Really? It's, it's, yeah. It's uh, it, well, you know, because you don't really know where it's coming from. You just know it's coming down. Yeah. And it's you know, it's it's. I find it hot as hell. I mean, I'm glad she suggested it. I'm glad I, I did it. Uh, even my I, my wife did it one time, but she's she's a little shy about it, and uh, she has some other issues that she doesn't like to deal with. So, and I'm not going to go into that. Yeah. So she she's tried. She liked it, but uh, we don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell I've told my wife that that uh, that she does that with me and to me and. Uh, she doesn't ask for a lot of details. I don't give her a lot, but, uh, you know, we usually spend an hour or two hours together and we've gone to several, um, uh, uh, parties. There's one, not too, it was actually within a mile of where I live now. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a very, very exclusive community and a very private dwelling, almost kind of like if you ever watched the Tom Cruise movie, eyes wide shut, it's almost, Something like that. You know, it's a gated community. You have to have a code to get in. Uh-huh. They have a code to get into the party. It's uh, it's usually anywhere from 25 to 40 people there. And she and I are about the only couple that go there where she's uh, where she's a female dominant and there's a male submissive. Most of the people that go, it's usually the, the reverse. And uh, so. Uh, oh, you, all the doms are the guys in this. Yeah, so they're women. And, and, and that's something that really I have no interest in. It doesn't turn me on. I don't even like watching it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but uh, the people will, I call it play and, and, you know, while others are watching. And as soon as there's a, a play area available, then she'll usually take me out there and, uh, you know, uh, then she'll do her thing. And I, I Usually I will be blindfolded at that time because I'm very shy. Believe it or not, I'm naked in front of a bunch of people that I don't know, and I'm very shy. <laughs> oh, right, that's so. And, and I really yeah, don't. That makes look a lot of sense. Yeah. You don't want to see. Uh, you don't want to see them watching you, but I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure wa- them watching you is a turn on, right? That's a part of it. It, it is, and uh, uh, I don't care if the men watch. I prefer if the women watch, and, and they seem to really get fascinated by it, from what I can tell. Uh huh. Met. I, but this is back when AOL you know, had chat rooms. Yeah. And uh, she lives in the same county that I live in, but I live in the south end of the county. She lived in the north end of the county. And we had met each other at a munch. And, uh, a munch. So anyways, one Those night, meeting munch, places, yeah, right? Like yeah, a, I've heard about them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like in a public venue, you know, and people just have, you know, they eat food and drink and then they just, you know, have low-key conversations about what they're into. There's no dress-up or play or anything like that. Yeah. Just just like a meet-and-greet, you know. Uh-huh. This is this is my screen name, and this is who I am. And, oh, yeah, you really do exist, you know. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, she shows up at a party one night, and she's really an attractive woman. And uh, she's very dominant. 
And she had on this really knockout white dress. I mean, just, it was a kick-ass, you know, club type of, of dress, but it was white. And uh, the girl that I was with had me uh, strapped down on a, a bed, and she was uh, coming over. She was whipping my, my cock and balls. And I looked up, and I could see up this girl's dress. And every time I saw her dress, I got hit. And it was like, oh, this is... It was such a fucking turn on. I can't describe it because you're not supposed to be looking up girls' dresses. Yeah, and if yeah, you yeah. do, you're you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. And so, so it was just like this whole fantasy. I went off into what they call subspace, and I think I was there for about two days. I mean, it was just really, really hot. And I'd actually, I didn't get to talk to her that night, so I'd written her an email on this this the white girl, the white run. dress girl. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know. I'm glad you were watching last night. This is what was happening. I said I could, you know, and I told her the whole thing. And she was so pleased that I was getting my dick whipped because I was looking up her skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's kinky, but it's fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, can you just tell me how you get invited to the, one of those parties? Like, how did you know? Did she know about the party? Did you know? I mean, you're both living in that community. So who was the one that knew about this party? Yeah. And how did... Like, how do people find out about shit like that, right? How did those 40 well, people like I said, all... this was... Yeah. This started back in the days of the AOL chat rooms. And, right. Uh, there was somebody that I had chatted with that I had met, and uh, uh, the, this girl and I had gone... I, I had actually met this this lady. Uh, she's a... Uh, she was a hardcore lesbian uh, that had the most gorgeous wife that I've ever seen. And, Your dom? Uh, no, oh, no, this, someone this else. other this other lady. Yeah. And somehow or another, we had met each other. And I said, you know, you look really familiar. You sound familiar. Anyways, I don't remember all the details. And she had a place up in the central part of the state. And she said, I'm having a party next week. Why don't you come? And we did. And this girl and I went up there and uh, went to her party. She had a really nice uh, property, a uh, very exclusive area. Uh, she had a... Uh, an outbuilding that was actually set up like a dungeon. And then she said, you know, there's this group right down by where you live. And she said, they have a party every month. She said, I'll put you in touch with them. Oh, okay. And that's how I got in touch with them. She gave me their email address. And I said, you know, we've been referred to you by so-and-so. And then we got an invitation to go. And then we got the code to go. And, you know, we were, we were vouched for, and I guess vetted, you know, there were no names other than, than screen names. Everybody you know, it's kind of like, like uh, uh, BDSM anonymous, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Way to put it. So, because people want to, you know, they want to maintain their anonymity so that, you know, somebody doesn't get jealous and decides to, you know, out them or something like that. And now, when these, you show these, up at one of those parties, because it's like you said, it's kind of right down the block from you, or it's very close to where you live. Do you walk in yeah. and do you know? Anybody that you know in your regular life that's there, or was it all strangers to you? Well, you know, <laughs> you're going to find this hard to believe, but I worked at a place I can't tell you where. Yeah, and uh, uh, we were my my wife and I were actually at a, what they call a swing club. Yeah, uh, we just went in for the dancing and the the, the eye candy for me, and yeah. there were some back rooms that she and I would go in alone. And one night this girl that worked in my office was there with her husband oh right oh i guess you come here too <laughs> and then there was another lady that worked there and i thought you know she was always dressed in black and she looked very macabre and i'm thinking 
I know she's into this shit, you know, but you don't walk up to somebody and say, excuse me, are you into DS and stuff like that? You know, yeah, you, you yeah, don't yeah. talk. So one night we walk into the party and guess who's there? This other one from the office. So, yeah, there's two times I actually run into people that, that I knew from work. Wow. And then when you see them at work on Monday, is it like, do you kind of just give each other the look like I know that, you know, and we're cool and you pretend like business as usual? You know, if if anything, I think somebody said one time, did you have a good time the other night? I said, yeah, we did. Right. And And that was about it. Right. And that was it. Yeah. And so, you know, go on. There was no there was no discussion at work about it. And certainly we don't want anybody to overhear a conversation, you know, because. Like I said, this is stuff you're going to get judged by it. And so you tend to keep it to yourself. And it's a very, you know, it's a community that, that takes some getting used to, you know, uh, getting to know, you know. And now when because you say like, oh, we got invited to this party and me and this girl went like and you've been with your wife for all this time. Now, does your wife not come with you to this these kind of things because she's not into she's, it or she's no, shy? she's not into it. She's not into to it. Uh, you know, I tell her that so-and-so and I are going to a party tonight and she has a vague idea what it is, you know, what it's about, but she doesn't ask for any details. She doesn't want to know any details and we don't discuss them. She is not, I don't think she could spell DNS if, you know, if you put two uh-huh. letters in front of her, uh-huh, you know, right. it's just not something that she's got a mindset for. So, But you must uh, have, because you're so close and you've been together for so long, she must know that you're into it. I mean, was there discussions early on about the fact that you're into that? And she was like, oh, I'm not, but, but you could go find somebody who is. I mean, how did you come to know that she's not going to be your, your, the D in your DS, you know? Uh, you know, it's it, it's not something that's discussed. I mean, right. uh, she, you know, she might say something like, I don't understand people that want to get hit. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. OK, fine. We're not going to go there and talk about that. Then. Right. You know, mm-hmm. cause, I mean, there, there might be something on like on a TV show where uh, I remember one time on uh, CSI, there was a, a segment of that had something to do with uh people into you know kinky stuff like bondage and discipline and stuff like that yeah i don't get that it's okay fine you know right i said you know people like it because it's stimulating and she says you know she's looking at me like a dog staring at a clock (laughs) right but so she knows that you are into it but she doesn't get it and she's doesn't care that you go find it someplace else is how it is that's absolutely that's correct yeah she doesn't care and uh and you know why involve somebody into something that they're not into? And then they, when they do that, they just do it to to go along and get along. And then, then it's really Yeah, and if they're not a good actor or actress, it's it's not going to be that much of a turn on, right, if it's not really real, right? That's how I feel. Right. Yeah. You know, if you have to ask somebody to whip you, then it's no fun. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> You know, they've got to want to do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're telling me that you're at this party, you know, and you're blindfolded and she goes up there and she's whipping your cockaballs. Like, so you, you know, listen, how would you lie about that? Can you get bruises on your dick? Like, do you get bruised? Can can you bruise? I I have. Yeah. Yeah, I have. And, and you know, it hurts. And it's not something. It's funny. A lot of people say, well, I like this. It's not something that I, I like. It's something that I need. It's what almost do you mean? like uh, it's just something that I need. It's you know, it's it's part of me. I mean, it goes back to when I guess part of my development uh, being brought up. It's just sometimes it's just a release for me. 
And because uh, I'm in charge of everything. And uh, I don't want to be in charge of everything. Oh, you so mean in, a in a part for, of in your professional life, like you're the yes. boss, you're the head, whatever. Yeah. And then so you like yeah, to do the switch. Right. OK. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a total release for me. And I, I you know, sometimes when I'm feeling the most stressed out, it's it's just it's just an absolute release. It's like, uh, you know, like the best way I can describe it is you've got your finger pinched and it feels so good when it stops being pinched, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, but it's almost it's, like opposite. Like you're not being hurt, but you're so stressed out that being hurt actually makes you feel better. <laughs> right. Like physical yes, pain that's, actually that's makes correct. you feel there, better. There's, there's a stimulation and a sexual arousal that goes along with it. Even if there's no, sexual activity that goes along with it when i say sexual activity i'm talking about fucking getting blowjobs something like that right Mm -hmm. and is there a release all the time when you're doing this kind of play at these parties or is that not even needed in because you're into tease and denial so you're somebody that you know could go home with a heart on on right and that's you because you like that as well right so i do uh, when you ask if there's a release, I guess you're talking about is there an orgasm? Yeah, if, if yeah. That's what you, you. Yeah, yeah. If that's what you mean, I can orgasm multiple times without ejaculating. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a difference between ejaculation and orgasm that 99.9 percent of men have no idea about. Yeah, explain and, the difference. Uh, I know you've spoken about that before with me, but why don't you explain it again? All I can tell you is that the orgasm is the actual physical release where the muscles relax and contract and the ejaculation is where the semen comes out. Right. And for for a lot of men, it happens at the same time. Those two things happen almost simultaneously. Mm -hmm. But for me, you know, I guess because I've learned to train my body and I've done a lot of reading about tantric activity and stuff. I have the orgasm and then I have the ejaculation and I can have the orgasm without having the ejaculation. Sometimes I can have an orgasm without even having an erection. And uh, Really? And know, wait, how long is the lag time between? Or does it vary? It, or is it typically like a minute later or five seconds later as far as the orgasm and the ejaculation? The ejaculation sometimes never happens. Right. So it, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've probably had an orgasm that lasted, I mean, when I say had it last 10 minutes, I'm not saying that one orgasm lasted 10 minutes, but there's so many of them. Right. The whole thing. It, it almost becomes like, I can't take it anymore. It's like, um, you know, we got to stop this because it's just, it's almost too intense. And mm-hmm. I just keep letting it go. And I remember when I was, we were at a party, both my wife and I, we go to this one party and, uh, it's up in the center part of the state where we live. And, uh, I was on a massage table being worked on by about three different women <laughs> mm-hmm. and I started having these orgasms and this guy's just looking at me and goes, my God, how the hell do you do that? Right. And he realized that I wasn't ejaculating, but he knew that I was having an orgasm because you can just see, it. I mean, my, it almost looked like I was going to levitate off the massage table. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, matter of fact, you interviewed the person that hosts the party. So what, uh, yes, oh, you oh, could I say, 
Could I take a guess? Yeah, go ahead. It's the yeah. masturbation person uh, yeah. owner. Yeah, yeah. I've tried. I yeah. want her back on. We. I think she had a problem <laughs> with clicking on my link to make a make a make an appointment to call in, and then we had one, and she never called. I'm like, what the fuck? And we just we we didn't we couldn't get it together. But I really wanted her on recently uh, during this whole lockdown thing because I was like, oh, what's going down at like a you know a swingers club? She owns a mat. It's Linda Gale. She's got a, a a popular episode that a lot of people still listen to that to this day because my stuff is on you know online indefinitely. So uh, she emailed me and was like, "Oh, I still get people that email me. Oh, I heard you on this podcast, you know." So yeah, it was Linda Gale, and she owns a masturbation uh, swingers club, right? And I. I know for other people that don't know, like I didn't before I spoke with her, that a lot of times masturbation in a club like that is a no-no, right? Whereas at her club, yeah. it's totally okay. That's why it's not like you Absolutely. only go there to masturbate. It's just that you are allowed to at her club. Yes, and it's. I think it's kind of a misnomer. I mean, that's my personal feeling. I think you could call it anything but a masturbation swing club. But that's <laughs> right. what she wants to call it. So I'm not going to argue with her. It's her damn club. Right. You know? so, I think that's why know, I'm probably because no place else is like that. That's how she sort of sets herself yeah. apart. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, uh, you know, it was, was really uh, outstanding. I mean, it's like the people look at me and go like, how can you do that? I don't know how I can do it. I just can't. You know, but do you think it's go. because you've done the whole, do you think it's a matter of really, because you said you could, you've mastered your body, like really because of the tease and denial, do you think that's what taught you? Is that a part of the tantric thing that you said you've studied that has, is that what you said? Tantric, right? I think yeah, you said it a little different I, than me. Yeah, I, that's true. And it's, I was doing it before I ever even heard the word tantric. Right. And uh-huh. I think the, the way you just described it, it's because I have trained myself not to, you know, go right for the ejaculation that I'm able to do this. It, it just prolongs it and prolongs it. And you wind up having these orgasms while it's going on, but, but no semen comes out. And so you're not, it's not like you, you hit that refractory period where you're, you know, you're useless for the next couple of hours or days or weeks or however long it takes somebody to recover, you know. And do you so use the chastity? Uh, um, you use I this. Have, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have. Uh, I find that the, the, the devices and stuff are really, uh, they're more of a novelty than, than they actually work. But uh, yeah, both my wife and I have done that. I mean, you know, I've been, been in it with, with my wife and, uh, you know, I think up to 14 days. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wow. It, it, after that, it got to just, it was too uncomfortable. I can't see doing it for long term. But it's a, the funny thing is that that's very erotic. Uh, and that's all you think about all day long is your dick. As a matter of fact, the person that I told you was in the club, she walked into the office one day, and I was actually having an orgasm just being in the office because I had a chastity device. And she didn't know that at the time. Right. You know? Uh-huh. But and, and it was, I mean, nothing was coming out. It was just that you know, I was such a turn on that I started having these relations. Matter of fact, she looked at me and she said, are you OK? She said I was having a heart attack or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, so funny. Fine. Of course, yeah. when I met her at the club, I told her about it. You know yeah. what happened? She said, oh, yeah. She said, I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, she thought 
she thought I, I didn't feel well or something. But yeah. you said you and your wife have done that together. Just is there a chastity device that she would use as well as a female? No, she's oh. she's never worn one. I don't. It's think more she'd be she puts in you it. in it. She correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And same. I'm assuming that you probably play with that while you're with your quote-unquote girlfriend that you do all this dom-sub stuff with? Yeah. Uh, when we go to uh, some of the parties, uh, she has a device. She'll have me put it on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll walk around with it on, of course, naked with it, with the exception of that. And, you know, people are like, what the hell is that? You know, what does oh, yeah. it look like? I can't get to my dick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, that's fun. And it's, it's kind of... Uh, interesting to be naked like that in front of somebody with one on right um, and you know you get some puzzling looks and then the girls think it's neat the guys look at you like you're from outer space like the martians have just landed you know yeah they, they can't come they can't come you know it doesn't compute in their blizzard brain so you know. right but i really think if anyone has any sort of curiosity about it or wants to experience that control over their body and be able to have like become multiple multiple multi-orgasmic right just like you yeah. really listen to his episode i'll put the number and maybe a link to it down in the description you'll see it uh you really have to listen to the one episode where he calls in and it's all about teeth and denial because it's fascinating i remember being fascinated by it and i feel like any guy that would look at you like a fucking alien if he was forced to listen to your episode and hear about you know how how it changed you and how it increased your orgasms and what it's done to help you have multiple ones and all that good stuff, they would want to fucking try it too. Like, why wouldn't they, right? And especially any any woman in a relationship with a man who comes too quickly and leaves her unsatisfied, mm-hmm. if he would just learn that he doesn't have to get, I mean, in his own masturbation, he doesn't have to get off it will translate and, and transfer into his relationship when he's having intercourse with his with his wife, girlfriend, or whoever, you know, significant other. And uh, be surprised. It, it will make things better for both of them. Uh, I'm surprised that more women aren't really more into it than, than the guys because it, it's really a great way to train your body not to have to come right away, you know. And I think I think in the, the mystic in, uh, Indian culture, there's even this thing about, that they lose their strength if they ejaculate. Uh, you know, I don't know if I go that far, but uh, right. I mean, they, they get into some real heavy Eastern philosophy that, that leaves a lot of us from the West just kind of like befuddled as to what the heck they're talking about. You know? Right. But when they but, say when you, you know, you lose your strength when you ejaculate, they're not saying you're losing it when you orgasm. They're saying that you lose it when you ejaculate, which you are explaining that's two different things. They're not saying you can't have orgasms or saying you don't. Right. You have those orgasms, but if you do it without ejaculating, you keep your strength. Is that the whole thing? Yeah, they describe it as the life force. That that, uh-huh. that semen is the life force. Right. That that it doesn't need to be spilled unless there's a specific reason for it. You know. Right, but I think a lot Which of people procreation. Right, but I think a lot of people would hear that, and without knowing that there could be an orgasm without ejaculation, they would just assume that what th- that. I don't know what you would call that ideology is saying is that, you know, you shouldn't 
have orgasms, right? Because you lose your life force. But what they're not saying that they're right. saying that ejaculation. No, they're not. No, have right. as many orgasms as you want. Just don't have the ejaculations to go with it. You know. Right, but because I, the orgasm, trust me, feels just as good. You know, I can go to a, a legitimate uh, get a you know after after some strenuous exercise, go and get a massage, especially on my lower back. You get, when when they release the muscles when they're doing the myofascial release, yeah, uh, it's, it feels just like an orgasm. The massage therapist doesn't even know she just gave me one, and my, I'm on my stomach, you know. <laughs> right. And it's like, uh-huh. oh yeah, she, oh yeah, I could really feel that muscle release. Yeah, you know, that's an orgasm, you know. <laughs> right. For you, that's <laughs> an right orgasm. Right. Toes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And so. do, and does your wife like that you don't, you know, that you could not have? I mean, I guess it's really good as far as when people are younger and they don't want to get people pregnant. I, <laughs> that help? I, I think she's I think she's gotten used to it. Unfortunately, I think a lot of women. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for women. I'm just this is just my observation. Yeah. Really get the, the power. They, they want to see the guy come. They want to see him. Yeah. Ejaculate. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, and if he doesn't, they feel like they've done something wrong. Well, they haven't, you know, yeah. and uh so I think at first she was like, oh, you know, what do you mean you don't want to come? Well, yeah. I'm coming, sweetheart. It's just that I'm not ejaculating, you know. And now she now she can sense that I'm actually having these orgasms. Where before, you know, when we first got, when I first told her about this, she's like, you got to be crazy or something. But she's okay. It's harmless. I'll go along with it, you know. Yeah. And uh, she wasn't she wasn't losing anything out of it. You know, she wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't taking care of her needs. So. You know, she, now I think she likes it. You know, it's like now she knows she can come over and she can play with my dick for an hour and she, I don't, she doesn't have to worry about, quote, getting me off, end quote. You know, right, she right, can right. just enjoy herself. So, um, so it's like I've heard some women say, oh, yeah, I get I, I feel so powerful when I make them come. OK, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she says, you know, you're coming tonight whether you want to or not. And right. Because that's, that's what she wants. Trip. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I get that. I understand that, you know. Yeah. Uh, and if if you're submissive, then you, you give them the power to do it or not do it. So, right. you know, with your so wife, do you I ever do my... I know that your wife doesn't you guys don't do the dom sub with each other. So do you are you always more the initiator or you're just equal partners when you're with your wife and you're would, only the sub when you're with this other woman? Yeah, I would say that we're we're pretty much equal and you know, she initiates it about half the time and I initiate it about right. half the time. I right. Mean, I think uh, we both know when each other's horny. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like, you know, we we don't really have to discuss it. We we can pretty much sense it, you know. Um and we, you know, we, even as long as we've been together, we still have, we've slowed down, but we still have a lot of sex, especially for somebody, you know, where we're at in the stage of life. So, right. And when uh, was the last time you saw your quote unquote girlfriend? And is she married? I, I don't think she is. Right. Uh, I, I don't think she's ever been married. I think she's had some relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a year and a half, I guess. I haven't seen her. Right. Okay. Maybe oh, she the one that you're like, I don't know where she, she fell off the face of the earth. Right. Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And several years ago, she disappeared for a while too. So. Um, oh, know. maybe that's when she's uh, in a relationship and maybe she feels weird about being with other people or something. Could, that could be. And I don't pry, you know, yeah. if I don't, if I don't hear from her, I, I have her phone number, but I don't call her, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
she has ways of getting in touch with me if she wants my attention. So right. uh, I, I leave that up to her. You know. What and other things uh, that you guys do together, like when, you know, as a sub and. Well, we've gone out to dinner and just, you know, had a nice quiet dinner and chatted. She, my wife knows her. Uh, yeah. You know, we've the three of us have been out to dinner together. The four of us have been out to dinner together when she's with this guy that comes down from out of state. Oh, okay. Um, so my, it's not like my wife doesn't know who she is. She does. Oh, she does. Uh, and yeah, and she'll even say, "You, you know, Jim needs to go down and see you or something." You know. So, uh, and I always, I always tell my wife, "I'm going down to see her." You know, when, right. when that happens. Yeah. And uh, so. Uh, is your wife uh, like you, who, where she likes to hear the stories about you with someone else? Because you've said most of the time with her, with your women, it's like a don't ask, don't tell situation. So no, I don't. Right. I don't think she particularly does. Right. Okay. So I, I don't bother telling her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but the, some of the other things, when I first met her, you know, I thought I was into spanking, so she would spank me. Uh, mm-hmm. But she decided, you know, what she really likes is she likes to, you know torment my dick right and she does that in various ways um like how uh well she likes to hit it uh uh, she likes to she's got some implements that she likes to smack my balls with Uh, not i mean hard enough to where yeah i know that she's doing it not hard enough to where i'm gonna throw up or anything but a couple of times it's like she's she's brought me close to my tolerance level Uh um one of the things that she loves to do that I absolutely hate because it hurts so damn much is she uses these like little wooden Chinese chopsticks right on the tip of my dick and it uh, they sting like about fifty thousand bees. I oh mean, they just, it, it really stings. And uh, so uh, she likes to do that. And um, we played with some electrical stimulation and stuff. Uh, that that almost feels too good. It really doesn't hurt. So uh, we don't do that very often. But uh, and she likes to pee on me. I mean, those are the things I tell her. You do what you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so she has a bunch of different implements. Most of the time I'm blindfolded. And I don't even know what she's whacking me with. I just know that this feels different than that. And that stings and that hurts. And we have a remarkable chemistry together. She knows when to back off. She knows when to go harder. Uh-huh. And uh we used to have a safe word. I don't think we even use it, use one anymore. So, um, did that, you know, was that chemistry uh, like immediate or did it come through you guys like communicating with each other? Because how would you know these things about each other if you didn't have a lot of sort was, of conversations was, in know, the beginning? Good, great question. It was pretty much immediate. Uh, it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I had tried uh, to play with some other people and I was always somewhat disappointed the first time I met her. And we actually got down to it. We discussed what we, you know, what she wanted to do and what I, I wanted to do. And, you know, we came up with a safe word. But from then on, she and I don't do a lot of talking. It's strictly, um, it's a very sensuous, uh, almost hardcore DS. I mean, uh, if she starts to pinch my nipple, I mean, she really pinches them. They hurt. They'll, they'll hurt for two or three days afterwards. Right. Um, and, you know, when I go take a shower, I really notice it because uh, they're stinging. And she loves it. You know, she'll she'll even maybe text me and say, do they still hurt? And I think, yeah, they do. And she, she'll give me a big smiley face. You know? So <laughs> right. she likes doing that. I mean, yeah. it's a real turn on for her. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, uh, 
So I just let her take the lead. Whatever she feels like doing, that's what she does. And, you know, there's no nonsense. I think she even got angry at me one time because she started putting clothespins on my dick and it made me actually ejaculate. And uh, that, that really pissed her off. That you so, ejaculated? Yeah, I did, because she wasn't ready for me to, to come. Matter of fact, I think I've only actually ejaculated twice in the whole time that I've known her. That was one time. And the other time she told me to masturbate. Right, but it's really like she's controlling the situation, so she's not going to, as a dom, let you have, quote unquote, like that's the pleasure of that. Right from the bottom with her. Right. Uh huh. You know, she doesn't ask if this is okay. She doesn't ask if it. I mean, she's just able to tell that okay, I brought him close to the ledge, and I can't take him over. And every once in a while, she'll say, "I've never hit you harder than that," you know, and I'll say, "Yeah, I know," because it it's almost like. You know, I don't know if you like spicy food, but if you like Tabasco sauce, yeah, I like one spicy, drop of Tabasco yeah. sauce on uh, on Monday is fine. On Friday, you need four drops of it. Right? You know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean by uh-huh. that? And uh, so, as we have grown in our relationship, the intensity level has also gone up quite a bit. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know where there's, uh, you know, where there where the end is, if there even is an end, uh, and maybe I'll never find out because. Like I said, I haven't I haven't seen or heard from you. So. But if it's such a need for you, right? Like you said, it was and a release that you need to have. Uh, you know, what have you been doing? Is it that other girl that you met recently that you've had? Let me get who has taken her place. Uh, nobody, and that, that, that's there's a real void right now. To yeah. Be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I would um, think so. It, if you still have stress is. in your life and you still are, yeah. you know, in that same position of yeah. power elsewhere, right? Where do you? let go of all of that and doing it to yourself is not the same you know right. what i mean it's mm-hmm. like you know uh it just isn't um so it's uh, yeah there's a real void right now but uh there's nobody around that that I, i'm aware of right now and i've lost track with the people that used to have the party i mean they're, they're that group that seems to have disbanded i don't even know if the person still lives in that, that same place so right mm-hmm. uh, you know people move on and go go about and I'm not going out on a, you know, very often looking for it. And, uh, I don't do any of the, the apps where I might be able to find people. So, right. Uh, and the girl that you, you know, met recently, I mean, she just wanted you to go down on her. I mean, so that was like a correct. sub thing in that you're just pleasing her. Right. And she's not doing anything for you, but it's not really yeah. your, the, the full extent of what you're into. I mean, you need a lot more than that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if you, you know, if you're not getting oral sex in your life and you really want it and there's somebody willing to do it and you don't have to do anything, that's a bonus for you. You know, right. And I think that's the way she looked at it. And I was very happy to do it because it was a lot of fun for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she looked good, smelled good, tasted good. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better, a, a better uh, two, two times. And yeah. It was, and then the fact that now she's just gone and I don't know her name. That's a real fantasy, you know. So, uh-huh. So, and you met her. Was, she actually more. approached you on, on a site, right? Is that what you said? That's correct. So yes, you're still correct. obviously on that site. Is it FetLife or something like that that you're on that she found you no, on? No, uh, I think it's called SDC, Swingers Day Club. But uh, I, I don't have an active membership right now. Right. And Maybe that's right where you'd have to be. Right now the virus thing going on. Oh, yeah. yeah for, right I now, forget. Yeah. 
It's you fucking know, that's, that's putting a big kink in everything, you know. So this virus know. has got to go away. I know. That's <laughs> what me and I know, and I don't. And then they're like, "Oh, no one's going to take the vaccine." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, it just. I thought this was going to be like two months of. I was like, I could deal with a couple months. What's the big deal? It's just it's, it's so bad. That's why I wanted to talk to Linda Gale because I'm like, what are people doing? You know, and like when it comes to like a club like hers, like are people, you know, what is that community doing now that they can't meet up together? And, you I know, don't know. It, uh, I got I got an email the other day. I think they're doing something online, but I haven't. That's uh, uh, oh. not my thing. So I just haven't, you know, I haven't chatted in or anything like that. I, I would feel really strange jacking off in front of a computer i mean it just it's just not my thing so you know yeah isn't that funny because so there's like people that yeah. are like the guy who loves jerking off in front of the computer is like he <laughs> thinks i'm weird that guy likes to be peed on or like you know he's like blindfolded <laughs> with a cock ring out of someone's house party <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nothing's weird unless you think it's weird you know yeah, so. yeah, yeah there was some movie many many years ago it was so fucking brilliant and it was like two sets of people doing regular things and they took pictures of it or just like really fucked up real life things and they took pictures of it and then they went and picked up the wrong pictures and they were both looking <laughs> at the other person's and like one of them went fishing and there was like a dead body there and they just like continued to fish and then another person did something else weird and they were both looking at it like what the fuck is wrong with these people but they were both insane you know what I mean and that's like that <laughs> real life shit you know that you may think you were looking at somebody else like you're so weird but you know what would they think if they're looking at you you know i mean come on right well yeah. you're the you're the person that interviews all us wackos so you know what the heck <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is i have to say because i've had some people email me like fans of the show that are just listeners right and they wouldn't call they don't call in and they're like oh and you know i just love all the weirdos you talk to or like they say something and they're just being nice but i i always say like but i don't really look at the people who call my show like as weirdos I think what I'm trying to show and what I think is real life because like if I if I say I don't know who you really are right if I met you in your office right or we did business together you would probably seem like a totally normal person and not probably like I just know you would just seem like anybody else that I talk to you know in business or if I went to the grocery store you know it and that's what my show is here to say is that these regular people that you're maybe interacting with on your in your daily life or maybe you're married to somebody or maybe it's your cousin or like it's someone in your office are doing these fucking things. Are they weird? Maybe what they're doing you think might be weird, but in your regular life, it's not you're you're just a regular person, you know, and this is just what some people do. Different things. People are into weird shit. It's funny when. when when my wife and I started playing with the chastity thing and I was wearing the chastity device. Yeah. So we're walking down the street one day and she says, you know, every guy that's walking by, I'm looking to see if he has one on now. Uh, yeah, right. So, we know that there three million of them sold. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not it? like I'm the only one that's ever worn one, you know? Please. I so, was talking to a guy friend recently. I was like, now that everyone's like quarantined at home, you can't do this. But the next time you're in a room with like 15 guys, make everyone drop their pants. And I bet you one of them is wearing <laughs> pantyhose. I bet you. I bet you anything. Because I know a lot of fucking guys are into pantyhose now because of my show. So how do you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These are people you fucking know. All you people out there judging or you think that you're listening to quote unquote weirdos, you know, it might be your best friend is into this or you probably have some secrets you're not ready to face fess up to, you know, I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, and I, yeah. it's just the way that it goes. 
Well, I met a girl one time that, that knew a, a judge from the county that I that I was in, a circuit judge. Yeah. That would literally come in, into court with his robes on and panties on underneath and nothing else, you know. So How did she know? They were married to one another. Oh, okay. So she knew that that was what was going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, she knew. So, you know. Yeah, it's, there you, uh, you go. Never know. That's what I mean. You never know. Yeah, whenever I hear people like, "Oh yeah, we met. Uh, I met someone in FetLife, and we were gonna have like a DP or some crazy, and we we're like, we met at Starbucks to have a discussion about it." And I'm like, you know, there's no way in hell that the family sitting next to you or saw you from across the way would ever think that that's what you're talking about. But now, because I do talk to people, I'm like your wife walking down the street. Like I read into everything in 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 a different way, or I just see a different scenario. That might be in a lot of times now that I wouldn't have thought of before because now I know what people are into. Like I said, I've, I, I mean, this is like my 345th episode if I air it this week, you know, like, and I've done some that I haven't aired. So how many, you know, so, and this is just a small portion. So how many people out there are mm-hmm. doing these things? A lot. Come on. Yeah. We're, you know, our generation didn't invent blowjobs. You know, they've been around for a long time. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, we like to think we're the only ones doing this, but uh, we're not. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't, you know, they, what was that old saying? Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. We wind up hooking up with people that are so much similar to us, you know. Uh-huh. How do we know? There's got to be some kind of radar or something out there. I, I don't really Oh, yeah. I think that there's lots of unspoken things that go down and like people could smell stuff from a mile away. A lot of times that happens in all different kinds of scenarios, whether you're like sniffing out the person that's unavailable because you're a commitment phobe or you're sniffing out the person that's like into like kinky things because you're a kink master. You know what I mean? It's just like that kind of unspoken stuff goes all down all the time because I think, you know, we're animals and there are there's that stuff. You know, we could smell things because we're animals just like other animals can. So that's. That's a, whole, that's a whole other conversation, but I just can't believe now you're like, you are literally like three people. You were Jay and then you were Jim. And now we're going to, I'm going to make you something else with a J for this one, because <laughs> it, it turns out to be like a whole new side of you that we didn't really touch on in any of the other episodes. And it's a whole other, th- it's a whole new aspect of you, right? That you talked I'm an about. I'm kind of guy. What can I say? You yeah. Know? Well, people have to go. I really recommend both of your other episodes. They're both equally as fascinating. I think the 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 tease and denial one's very fascinating. I've ha- I've done tease and denial by accident. You know, with a halfway in game, I've talked about that, and I found it fascinating. And it's something you should fucking try if you never have, because you won't believe how turned on you will, even if you don't take it to the extreme that he discusses try it out and you'll see what he's talking about so listen to that episode i'll put the number of it and then the one with his wife if you're into you know the cuckold situation scenario you'll find that one hot because other people do and it's interesting and you'll hear his whole backstory with his wife and now we got the backstory on your quote unquote girlfriend and your the sub side um so thanks so much for calling in again well thanks for having me i appreciate it yeah, so, you know, we'll never know who you're going to be next time we talk and what other fucking thing you're going to come up with next time. But, you know. Well, you haven't, you haven't heard it all yet. So, I'm sure you know, I maybe, haven't. So, you know, let maybe, me know when you're ready to peel back and you want me to peel back another layer. 
Okay, I'm just like the onion. Exactly. You have a great day. You too. Thanks you so stay much. Stay safe up there. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.